Boys and girls, moms and dads, welcome to Pin to Pin, the Volleyball Podcast. My name is Ryan Tolman. I'm your host. To my right here is Danger Will Robinson. And behind the screens, our producer, Noah Cotterman. Let's get this show going. <laughs> Episode 14, ladies and gentlemen. We're just talking about we've been at this almost a year, and we only have 14 episodes. Once a month. Yeah, it's hard to get this this podcasting thing more challenging than it looks, but we're excited to be here. If it um, does look challenging, good, because that makes us feel a lot better. <laughs> we make it look so easy, so for easy. sure. People are like, wow, those guys are geniuses. Um, anyway, we're, we're excited today to talk about something that is this time of year-ish, if you will. If year-ish is a word. Year-ish. Anytime you add ish. It's a word. It's a word. Right. So today, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the word gratitude. We're kind of on this buzzword kick, you know, that last episode accountability, you know, so we, we've got some, you know, I don't know if this is buzzy as it should be more buzzier I than agree. it is in our world. And so we're going to, do- we're going to talk a lot about gratitude. Why be grateful? And why are we talking about gratitude? What time of year is it? It's, it's the holidays. Oh, it is. Thanksgiving was last week. Um, so being grateful for, for things is kind of, and then our, we have like Christmas coming up or yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. the new year's. You know, this is a good time of year to kind of reflect on what what you what you have and what you're grateful for, and what you things, don't have. What maybe what you don't have, um, you know, and give yourself an opportunity to to really, you know, see your world for what it is. Because we're very fortunate. Yes, I know I am. I am too. But you don't always see it when it's yourself. Right. Well, yeah, you tend to look at the bad parts. So we'll talk about we'll talk about some of that today. I'm pretty excited. We're also going to talk about something else too. Yeah, yeah, we've got. That, uh, that's actually, that's what I'm really excited. I know for. you're excited about it. It'll be good. So we got a, We have a question from a donor. We'll talk about that coming up. Um, but we're we're excited to get rolling. Let's start today with it's Noah Noah's time. trivia of the week. It's such a good yeah. One. That was a, that was a good one. Um, all right. So last episode, the question was, what was the first year that the libero position was introduced to NCAA women's volleyball? And we were saying nineties, right? Well, did, did we write that down? I did not write your guesses down. But what are some <sighs> of your do guesses? Better. We'll just we'll just you know refresh them. I think I think I said ninety six. Yeah, I, or ninety eight. Because uh, I'm not like, an odd person. Yeah, yeah. Because then I, I was like, if it was even Price years. is Right, it would be a year if I just did one. Yep. I was, I'd say 90, 1992. 92 and 96. Both I'll of you are wrong. It was introduced in 2002. Holy crap. Oh, wow. Dude. Okay. Very late. And it's women's. It's women's. So I wonder if men's was early. Men's, I'm not sure. Maybe that's a question down the line. Down, okay. Down that's the line. That's interesting. I did know it was, uh, 92 was way early. I was, I, I knew that was early, but um, that's okay. And then we have another question. We do. We do. Well, so, uh, your oh. new question. That was yeah. last week's. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was last yeah, yeah. week's question. New question. New yeah. question. What was the first year that beach volleyball was introduced to the Olympics? Yeah, that is a sport. Beach volleyball it? in men's, women's, was it introduced at the same time? It did, did not. Did not care about not that? Not specifying. Okay. So I think Oof. it's going to be at the same time. Actually, no. We'll go men's because I know for a fact the question was about men's. Okay. So did Karch get to play in the olympics yeah yes okay i'm gonna say it was gonna be around the 90s we've asked a lot. i need i feel like we should go specific we've because asked there's a like lot. There could be, no that's where my my train of thought is going no, but hold on a sec okay i'm holding 
We've asked a lot of beach volleyball and we questions. Know nothing, nothing about, about beach volleyball. This, we haven't asked that many. I feel like I feel like this all of our thing. questions have been. Noah loves beach. I know, it's been crazy. He does like beach. Oh, I do like beach. He loves I, watching it. Yeah. I, I I like to watch it. I'm terrible in the sand. That's I'm not a good volleyball player on. anyway. People should, should know this. We should have Harward on. Haley would be great. Haley Harward's oh, yeah, a friend yeah. of ours. She's a great volleyball player in the sand. Mm-hmm. Some people move great in the sand. Like Dax moves as well in the sand as I think he does indoor. It's crazy. I don't get on the sand. I, it's hard. Don't even get on it. it just look at just it. It's like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'm good right here. <laughs> it doesn't look fun. I'm going to, because I don't think it was in Barcelona in, in 92. I don't think it was there because Karch, Karch played in that as think, an indoor player. Absolutely. I, I'm going to say nine. I'm going to say 96. Okay. Atlanta. Write it down. Remember your answer. Atlanta well, 96. I'm going to write it down then. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. You go in 96 well, in Atlanta have, as well. There's not many choices, right? Because if I go 2000, what's wrong with 2000? Well, I yeah, just think it's too Olympics. late. Well, then that's your answer. You can't have my answer. I said it first. I want 96. I want Atlanta 1996. Okay, well, okay. I'm going to say Will and Ryan. Will and Ryan, 96. Okay, what is it? Oh, no, no we're not I can't doing it. It's not like we've been here before. Jeez. <laughs> Guys, leave me alone. Big cheater, teacher uh, over here trying to uh, cheat the I'm system. I'm not trying to cheat. I just yep. forgot. All mm-hmm. right. So, um, hey, let's move on. We've been enough yeah, trivia. Enough trivia for the day. I love trivia. We've had. I know you do. I'm so bad at it. Um, we've so had some. We got a donor, another donor to our show. If you want to donate, Venmo is posted on the YouTube. Actually, if you go to our our show website that you can get to through the podcast stuff. There's like usually a link. We link that in the YouTube video, right? Yes, we do. We'll also get a link tree together and throw that in our Instagram. We bio. should do that. I don't know how to do that. So someone else yeah, that's a, that's a working on that right yeah, now. Thanks Noah. So then, um, you know, so we get some people <laughs> who donate to us. Only like four. This is like our fourth or fifth person. No, I don't know. What, are we going to start with a thousand? I no, can't we, even get my gotta... mom to donate to us. So that's kind of frustrating. But no, she's actually, if I asked her, she would. I anyway. don't think my mom knows about our podcast. Gosh, I No, you, you got to tell her. Um, so she's like, what do you do on the weekends? Oh, nothing, mom. Leave me alone. Um, Dane Hoff is a volleyball player here in Arizona. Plays at Perry High School where I coach. And Aspire. And he plays at Aspire, where we where we all coach. He's on our 17 Falcon team, and he is an incredibly intelligent young man. Beyond his years. Yeah, intelligent <laughs> and mature, can have a conversation with anybody about anything at any time. Very thoughtful. Very um, cool guy. Very intentional. Very cool being. guy. Yeah, absolutely cool guy. Everybody loves Dane Hoff. He's, he's incredible. And so he, he donated $15, which... <laughs> Which didn't need to, but it came with a question. He actually he donated five dollars three, three times. times. Yes. <laughs> so, Dan, if you have more questions, we'll take them. Right? Yeah, you only yeah. asked one. You're entitled, to, you know. I guess two more, and you don't even have to donate those questions because we'll answer all of them anyway. We love it. But he did ask a very good question, and Will's very excited about this. So we're doing that right now. That we're going to do that right now. Okay. 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 Before we get to gratitude. Um, I'm a little nervous. You should be. So I'm just worried about how the audience is going to perceive this. Well, <laughs> I, hey, listen, be 100% honest. People need to know. They're like, okay, now I'll tell us the yep. question. So the question is, which which do you like to coach more, boys or girls? Mm-hmm. Am I going first? I don't know how we should do this. Who? We'll go first. I, I don't we'll know. We'll go first. Should, I don't, well, he said we'll go first. Sure. I like that idea. 
What what do you like more, boys or girls? And maybe explain why. Okay. Overall, coaching volleyball. I would much rather coach a boys team than a girls team. Okay, why? A boys team has less off-the-court issues or non-volleyball issues, as one of my good college coaches calls it, non-volleyball issues Okay, that girls teams just always do. You that just, affects- we just got, before we started filming, you told me that you, that this boys team you have right now has boys that are like, eh, I'll show up this time. I won't show that's up that diff- time. I think that's a different conversation though than them not liking each other and then it affecting the level of play on the court. That's um, a commitment thing. Okay. That's not a, she said this on social media. Now I can't pass next to her. How often has that happened? Oh, to you? dude, there's so much we don't know that happens in a girls volleyball season. Every day is a is World War Three. I feel like I've that's had a- that actually happen. I, didn't, I don't I don't coach girls that often. Very few. I think I've only gotten like three or four seasons of coaching girls under my belt. Um, but there were multiple times uh, at at Park where I used to coach, um, where it was like, well, X, Y, and Z said this to this person and I can't do this. And now we can't warm up together. And now we can't even, we can't even, we used to ride to practice together. Now I have to find a new ride. And so I get where though that comes from, right? I feel like at the boys game, it's like, Hey, like, I don't like you. I want to beat the crap out of you off the court. But if you step on the court and you can help me win, we're going to go after the win. Yep. And granted, that changes on the level and the skill and the maturity of the athlete that you're coaching. But I think it's a lot easier for guys to put their differences aside and go win than it is for, for girls. And I think the reason for that, and I'd love, I'd love to know what you guys think, but I think the reason for that is boys play more sports growing up than girls. So they just get used to playing. I think you're both way off. Go, then tell us how off we are. Way. <laughs> I, I I just I completely disagree with you. Okay, this is good. Think, we need disagreement. We uh-huh. don't need a room full of. <clears throat> yeah, I I think that boys experience this the same the same types of things as girls do. I think they are a little bit better at pushing them as, aside. But I look at these teams on the wall and I you know reflect on some of the stuff that happened with these with these boys teams. I have girls teams over here too, and um, the chemistry matters to win. At any level, boys or girls, and, and and so if you have, if you have a team full of boys who just doesn't really like each other, for the most part, you know, like okay, yeah, we can push it aside and go play hard and we'll try to win, but you're still you're still going to run into adversity that's going and you will splinter and you will struggle because you don't have that chemistry. Every single one of these teams, the really good ones, were able to. We're, we're, they were able to push those differences aside and build chemistry. Okay, so it didn't the next matter. Question. I don't experience. Now, listen, I don't necessarily experience what you guys are saying with my girls' teams, and I and maybe I'm totally oblivious to it. I know I I'm not going to say I'm I'm completely ignorant to this. I know that there are instances where there are little beefs, tiffs, beefs little going beefs, on between girls. On the team, I totally I understand that. I have a daughter, right? I, I understand that component to it, but I don't know that I've ever seen it raised to the level where we can't play together and we're going to just we're we're not going to try to win. I have not experienced that at Aspire. Great, only two seasons, two or three seasons um, coaching girls. I only experienced that at the college level. 
So here, here's what I would say. I have now been a part of two teams in which two of our best players didn't want to play with each other. This is girls. So they decided to play for another club. Yeah, but I don't know that that's, but, but uh, boys do that. I don't know if as much. Well, I, I think they do. Absolutely. They do. People don't want to play with this guy or that guy or whatever. So if you have a choice, you're going to go play somewhere else. I don't think that's the, I don't think that's why you like coaching boys more than you I like coaching girls. I think you see girls. it less in boys because there's less options for play, for this boys is to true. go to potentially. Places. Yeah. No, like, no, I I I enjoy coaching girls, but it's a it's not every girl. Well, but I but and I, okay, and I but can you say the same thing yeah, about boys. Right. I get that. I get that. So I don't know that I, I I don't know that you're I just don't think your reason is is one to say that you like that's why you like boys more than girls. The off the court stuff affecting the on the court stuff. I just don't know that it. I don't know that it's dramatically different uh, for girls than it different. is for boys. And and you know maybe again I, maybe I'm I am turning a blind eye to some of that stuff. I just don't. And and I work hard at culture and chemistry and, and well, I hope your coach camaraderie. You know I work I mean? hard like, at that with my teams, right? And you have to you have to be able to as a coach. You have to be able to, to nurture, develop, right? Create a, a, a role, a relationship, a feeling of belonging for each kid. And I think when you start to, when you start to splinter is when you have kids who don't feel like they have a big role or they don't belong or whatever. My, my coach doesn't, my coach or my team, my teammates don't need me. And then little things like that start to splinter boys or girls. Girls maybe more than boys because they become a little bit more emotional to the situation than boys do. Again, these are gross stereotypes, right? Like, because blame it on Dane. <laughs> this is Dane's fault. No, Dane's, <laughs> Dang it's it, a great, Dane. It's a great question. It so, is, and it's a question. Honestly, a lot of our kids ask us during a season, like at yeah, practice. Sure, at, at a, uh, all the time they ask these questions. Hey, who do you like well, coaching I know, more? Right? I'm like, oh, geez, I'm well, gonna tell you. I'm not gonna lie to you. You're talking to a girl. Like I like girls more. Yeah, talking yeah. boy, like, but so then the other there's another phrase that's out there that <clears throat> that says girls. Yeah, you're talking bond, bond girls to bond battle to battle, battle. Yeah, boys yeah, yeah. battle to bond, right? So that's the biggest. I we think, need more team bonding. That's the part I hate. I'm not a big team. Like team bonding for me, like specific setup, like we're going to do these little activities. Or, or I will does. say though, escape rooms, escape, sign me but up. But escape rooms are organic. Are they? Absolutely. We you said, signed you, it up though. Like, well, you, sign, you take everybody to it. It's become, your bonding within the escape room becomes organic. Okay. Yeah, you're yeah. invited. You, you set like, you know, okay, hey, everybody meet at, you know, this time we're going to do this activity with these, I don't know, balloons and we blankets balance or whatever. balance it. Like, and oh, if you don't balance on. it, the, the stick dies or breaks. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like we got to get her from here to there without touching the ground. How are you going to do it? I don't, yeah. you know, that stuff I hate. Did they eat that up? But so let's, let's look. I, some girls do. I don't know. I, I don't know. Let's look more tactically then. Between the difference between boys and girls, because I I oh, okay. think that's really the root of why you like coaching boys more than girls. I think it's harder to win a boys volleyball game than a girls volleyball game. Okay, why do you say that? Because in a boys volleyball game, you have service pressure like 
no other compared to the girls volleyball league. Even though girls can serve the crap out of a field. Oh, surf. that low net, man. Dude, that, that low net. Quick. Is, yeah. I am terrified of receiving a low net. <laughs> yes. I know. You're terrified. I, I also know the arm in a men's volleyball game is harder to stop than an arm in a women's volleyball Correct. game. Correct. So tactically, your block placement, your dig location, all that kind of stuff is going to be that much harder. And the ball's going faster. So all of these variables are at a drastically harder level yes hence why digging in the girls game is more important than blocking and in the men's game blocking is more important than digging yes that's and i and that's what you like what the blocking the speed the power of the game that's what you like that's why you like coaching boys more than girls yeah but then the problem is is the men's game is the errors there are way more errors in the men's game due to the risk you have to take in order to beat the good teams. Right. So, so I'm, I'm the opposite of that. You like seeing long rallies. I, I don't like seeing long rallies when my team doesn't win them. Well, what I'm saying is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. What, what I'm saying is I like, I like the tactical side of a girls game. I feel like as a coach, I can scheme more. I can, I can create more... It's a lot more strategy. More strategy. Boys, you just say, "Hey, uh, jump and hit hit the." I hit hard, right? Yeah. And and to a certain extent, in a high school boys game, I can do that as well, and I love that that level because it's. I think it's very similar. Once you get into the big, you know, once you get into men's volleyball, like you watch an Olympic men's or a professional men's volleyball match, it's like some dude's ripping a seventy mile an hour serve. It's either in or it's out. Maybe we get a good pass, and if we get a good pass, and I'm going to cram this down your throat, we're going to hit the ball, and it's over, right? So. The watching a men's volleyball match is very different than watching a women's volleyball match. And I think a lot oh, of people absolutely. around the country and around the world would prefer watching the women's game Why? because you're absolutely because right. there's more, there's more rallies. rallies. There's more action. Yeah. It's not this. It's not in oh, or well, out. That's the six minutes serve in a row. Right. It's yeah. not that. So but both, I, at their, both at their best men is way more enjoyable to watch. If you if you say so, I don't. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people who disagree with you, and I'm and on the fine. fence with that. I'm I totally fine. Disagree with it. I do that's love the whole watch, point of opinions. I, I do love watching incredible athleticism from the men's volleyball world and doing. We were some just, just talking incredible about it things. when we were in Chicago this past. I don't even, dude. I don't even know when it was. Um, last weekend, sure, two like weekends six ago, six months yeah. ago. But on the last day, got to watch you know gold matches, Balboa Bay. Like those, those are. We've seen the best girls, and I've seen the best boys, and we've seen the best boys. I'd much rather watch those Balboa teams compared to a TAV team. Athletically, yes. They're better at touching the ball. It's fun to watch high-powered athletes. I mean, it's the the argument of men's versus women's sports in in general, general, right? right? So that, that part we don't want to argue. That part is for sure... I mean, there's, you you just can't, right. And you know, whatever, you know, some feminists out there are probably offended by what I just said. You just can't compare the two. The men's game, no matter what sport is faster and more dynamic and all of those things, um, just cause they're bigger, stronger people. Um, but so when you, but you, the question is, what do you like coaching more and, and why? Right. So for me, I, I like, I actually don't know which I like. I actually probably like coaching boys a little bit more, but probably because I've done it longer. You have done it longer. Oh, seven versus, you know, what? Well, I mean, 20, 2010, maybe this is my first year coaching girls. Like JV. Two, no, 2009, something like that. But it's freshman girls at Desert Vista. Yeah. But, um, I, so 
a varsity boys volleyball season is, you know, kind of ingrained in who I am and I love it. Right. I love the day to day with the, with those boys. I love being able to, I love being able to yell at them in the middle of a practice and then, and then watch them respond. Right. Girls, I gotta, you know, you gotta bring them back in and say, Hey, it's okay. Everything's going to be fine. Right. Coach got mad and now we're just going to move on. But so I like that part, but I also love the girls technical side and the the fundamental part of the girls game that is really, you know what I think girls are better at than boys is like being detail oriented. Right. And I, I think like that's that. the different. I think that's one thing that I would say is way different. But I also know that girls love having drills. Gotta have drills. Boys can just play. Compete. So and that, and I, I like that more about the boys, right? I love watching them compete. No matter, even if it's in we a We could drill. do the same practice every day. Yeah. And, then, and the boys would be like, right. I could do the same practice for a month for girls like this is getting boring i can't i can't <laughs> yeah, do we need to do something different yeah. all right we've changed the points like right. we've changed how you can score no, no it's got to be called something, something different, different. <laughs> so yeah there's there's definitely some unique little differences between girls and boys um and and it's i guess Wait, that did he ask anything else? you no, you gave a really good answer will you were very definitive about your i like boys more I, I I'm mm-hmm. sorry to you listeners. I was raised and, by a single mom too, so like right. I love I love. I'm I, sorry to the listeners and the viewers. I someone's got to pick a give, I did not give a definitive. I like boys or girls more. I like you boys did. because of this, and I like girls because of this. No, you did, but you. I probably like boys more. Noah, yeah, um, I'm probably I'm gonna be boring as well. I guess like I it kind of depends on the mood and mindset that I'm in during like that. Yeah, but right span. now you're just a boys. coach. Right now I am just a boys coach. In college, I will 100% admit I'm having more fun coaching this Benu men's team than I did the Park women's team. Granted, does that have to do with our success and the athletes that we had in there? It's tough. Yeah. You probably, I'm not yes. 100% sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 100% <laughs> sure because, listen to this, the most fun, 100% sure, because the most fun I have ever personally had as a volleyball coach was in 2017 and 2018 when I coached that girls team at Aspire that was one of the best teams in the country. Yeah. Some of the best volleyball players in the country. Absolutely had more fun coaching that year than I maybe have in any other year except for 2021 when my Perry team won the state championship. I so, also just think I'm enjoying level. my time more with who all I'm around. I don't necessarily know if it has to do with... It's got to be both though, no, because... The, because you're around those kids who are at a high level, who are playing hard, who body in, right? All of those things. Yeah. If they were females, I think you'd feel the same way. It's probably. T- uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I think it just depends, like, like kind of like you said, like, I like the strategy and like, hey, like, we can do this and it's going to be very easy to win. And then, you know, we I would say the relationships. For... Sorry for cutting you off. Go. That was rude. Go, I'm go, so go. sorry. Um, <laughs> then at Ben Yu, we give them the scouting report. We're like, all right, well, this is what we can do to stop them. But, if we just jump high and hit, hit hard, hard I, we're yeah. probably going to win. Your game plan is not it's very, not, it's very not the same. different game planning, sure. very different strategy stuff. But that's why I like high school boys volleyball, because you can do a lot of really str- I mean, you're not going to play, you know, like it, teams may have a guy that's going to go up and rip a ball or whatever, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. But for the most part, you can game plan against most of these high school teams. These boys' high school varsity teams really game plan in our really folks yes. in our state. In absolutely, our state, yes. In in California, if we were in California, it would be very. I'm different. I'm tired of that because I've okay. played I've played California teams and they're not. You know who we should have on? Hmm. Jake Nunaviller. 
Okay. I mean, yeah. Jake, what, Jake's going to have a good in, in, input on, on... Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be a good one. Yeah, I mean, look, I, it's, it's I all think relative. It's all re- yep, I think it's all because relative. Because if you have the players on your side that can, you know, keep up on the other side, you're fine, right? Like, we've game-planned um, for, you know, cl- high, high 18 open boys club matches, which is, you know, higher level than any high school you're going to get in California. And, you know, so I and but, more often, well, I wouldn't say more often than not, but in years past, we've had teams where seven, eight, and nine of the boys all go to the same school, right? Like, all go to so the same that's high school. school team, yeah, right? no, I, like, I agree. It's an interesting conversation. We did not think we could fill a whole episode with this, but we're hundred oh, percent. We we're we're really pretty this close. This is such right? an interesting yeah. conversation. <laughs> uh, no. It'd be great if we had like a girls only coach sitting right here. Uh, yeah. Well, like Andrew, I mean, like Yamashiro. Well, but he's still kind of both. Oh no, but he'd he's much rather coach mo- girls. Trust right. me. <laughs> I know his answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We know what his answer would be. So, um, if you've never coached both, you, you have no opinion. So we'll just leave it at that. Like, yeah. like you know, you got to coach both. You got to experience both. I think they both have. And we've done that for five calendar years at least. Uh, I think I think they both have incredible things to offer. Um, as a from a, a personal perspective, right? I learn things from the girls that I do from the boys, and um, you know, and I've I've used things in in each girl, you know, girl season. I learned this, and I try it in the boys, and it works, and vice versa. And I, I think I coach a lot of my girls teams like I do my boys teams anyway. So you know, the the gender for me, uh, for the most part, becomes fairly irrelevant in how I do it. But they have to know you care um, more in the girls. Yeah, the boys well, don't need that emotional connection as much. They don't, but yeah. but my my teams always know I care, boys and girls. Absolutely, and I think that's probably but that's why what makes I, you different, though. And I don't, I think that's why they don't. I don't necessarily see a big gap between the boys and the girls because I do enjoy both of them. So anyway, and I have a daughter, so I have to. You do I have a daughter, and Lily's you're not the best. picking up today. I know her, her mom's <laughs> going to get her from school, so that'll be good. All right, well, let's get our episode topic um, going really quick. Um, after our, you know, what, 20 minute conversation about Easily. Dane's question. Yeah. Dane, thanks for the question, yeah, buddy. We appreciate question. that. If anybody else we has need questions, more of that. yeah. Hey, shoot us a $5 donation and ask a question or just ask or, a question. Or just and ask a question. Fine too. Yeah. All right. So, uh, gratitude back to what we, where we started, um, read our quote of the day. Well, who's that from quote of the show, a quote of the show, show quote. If we magnified blessings as much as we magnified disappointments, we would all be much happier. Bye. Mr. John Wooden. Yeah, who's that? Yeah, so you know what's funny? <laughs> you don't know who he is? I absolutely know who John Wooden is. <laughs> That'd be embarrassing right now. That would be of very embarrassing. Of my 16s boys, because I do trivia with yeah, my yeah. boys. Whether they like it or not, don't really Doesn't care. Doesn't matter. It's more for me. Correct. It's more for yeah, me. Yeah, we know that. Yeah. They, how many of them knew who John Wooden was? Oh, no. Or is? I know the answer. I was surprised at the answer. I would have assumed at least one or two would have known them. And only? None of them knew? None. No. Of them. no. No, one. Who? Chin. Okay, that's Kate, what, Kate, that's Kate, what Kate, I the only one who knew Kate who he was. No shout out. He is the oh only kid gosh. on my 16s team who knew who John Wooden was. Or is. is I don't know. I, was, because he's dead. Yeah. Dude, that is rough. I know. And All that's right. like the greatest, one of the greatest. Co- like he's a, he's a Mount Rushmore coach. It's also right? tough because yeah. a lot of the kids on that team were like two and three when he died. They were yeah, very but young. still, you have to know your history it's of tough. sports, I, right? I, get, I know, it, but we're not kids, I guess. How I many know. of those kids played basketball? Only, uh, only two. Yeah, Chen and Vanderpool and Braden Vanderpool wasn't. Yeah. I'm gonna ask. I I'm gonna ask the Perry basketball players if they know because they play yes. basketball. I'll ask yeah. if they. Yeah, I'll, that's a good I'll, one. I'll get back to you on that. Yeah, okay. All right. So if we magnified blessings, right? 
What does magnifying blessings mean? For me, I think it with the way you magnify something is you have to recognize it and then you have to you have to display it, right? You have to make it prominent in your life. That's how you would magnify. Or you can feel it. Sure. Right. Like that's what they so, say in mindfulness. Like you think about something and Right. Like, that's yeah. the recognizing yeah. part, right? Um, because if we if you're magnifying disappointments, right, you're you're, that's you're only, constantly focusing on the negative well, stuff that's, the that's negative happening, the bad that, things, right? Yeah. So I, I think it's so fascinating mindset. that our brains are wired for the negativity. It's pretty incredible because when you find a positive person, they blow your mind. It's like, this is too much. This guy's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> My dad is one of the more positive people I know, period. And, and, and he's in, I mean, in every situation. There's only been two or three times in my entire life where, he where was I've down. seen like bummed out dad. He's incredible. Reed. Reed is incredible. And I can tell you the times, I know the times when he was bummed, when he was mostly bummed out. Otherwise, Were they it's all in his control or out of his control? Out of his control. Yeah, most of the time it is. <laughs> but but even, in, even in other situations where it was out of his control, he was still positive, still magnifying the blessings as opposed to dwelling on those disappointments. It can be and, hard. And isn't the point of life to be happy anyway? Uh-huh. Right? That's, I mean. Happy, ooh, happy or relationships. I don't know which one. I think or happiness, you, I think, I think happiness relationships is, gives me, I think relationships well, sure, you, give me happiness. Sure. You find happiness in all different parts of life. A hundred percent, right? There's different, different ways to find happiness. Relationships is a bit, helps okay. me happiness. All right. So this show is sponsored, sponsored by, by us. Yeah. Go sponsor us. <laughs> so we just, we just gave the, the fifth grade answer there. I'm thankful for salad and go. Mm-hmm. Let's get a little deeper. Okay. So, how do we show um, it as, as coaches? Co- as coaches, how do we show our gratitude? Well, I think this is something as as coach we what are we grateful for? Fail fail to do a lot is to tell our teams that we are grateful for them. I do believe that. Wouldn't have a job without those kids showing up. Well, whether it's a job or not isn't the question. It's more so growing with them and going through something with them that I think is what's special. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yes, there's a paycheck, of course, sure. but there's a paycheck for every occupation you do. Not every occupation, though, you can say you went through trials and tribulations and grew from it, though. Right. Experience, you know what I mean? The experiences yeah, that we the have, the, per, the, the personal experiences that we have with these kids in general is something to be grateful for. 100%. Yeah. I mean, we, the relationships we about that the we other build. Day. You know, teenagers is literally like our motor. Mm-hmm. Like what is what our life is like, yeah. cause they're, they, they teach us so much without us even expecting it, mm-hmm. you know, they, they keep us young. They do. I heard whether I, or not we want that this is a different. They're too much sometimes. But. I heard an interview with Pete Carroll back in the day when he was at USC and he was talking about how being cheated at, or being at you. Well, he didn't talk about how he cheated, but he was talking about how being in, in the college game, you know, obviously living in Southern California, he's like, I'm surrounded by 19, 20, 21 year old kids in this incredible, beautiful environment. And they keep me young. Yeah. And I think, and he's still young. He, well, he, he's, he's probably the is oldest he coach se- in the is league. He's 70 something now. He's probably the oldest coach in Fact the league. Fact check, Noah. 
but you wouldn't, it. but you wouldn't know it because no. of how he lives his life, right? And I think he, I think he embodies this whole magnifying blessings. He always you know seems who like doesn't? a super positive guy. You know who doesn't? Who's like the greatest? Bill Belichick, yeah, the opposite the, of that. The, the two oldest coaches, right there. Pete Carroll, seventy. Bill Belichick, sixty-nine. Yeah, I'm telling you, Bill Pete, was that old. Yeah, wow. Bill's old. Yeah, well, we're on a first name basis. <laughs> hey, Bill. <laughs> um, so, yeah, as coaches, I think that we can we show our tell him more. We do need to probably talk about gratitude more. I, I, I'm big on this gratitude thing lately. Um, you know, at our open gyms, and I, I forced oh, our this girls. This is good. Yeah, I forced our girls to go get their parents at our open gyms before our, our girls' tryouts and bring them out onto the court. And give them a hug and tell them that they were thankful that they brought them to the open gym and that they're going to pay for them to play club volleyball and all that stuff. Not everyone can do it. You know, when I at, at our banquets, my boys banquets every year for for Perry, at, at, you know, when we're done introducing the teams, they go and they give their parents a hug and say, thank you. It's it's an incredible way to express love for another person by expressing your gratitude. Because it's it's easy to ignore the little things. Well, it's easy it to, for to take it for granted. Yeah. And when you express your your gratitude towards somebody, it's a real. I think it's a real deep expression. And of sometimes love. you forget. I mean, there's days where like I'll send you a text or just like my buds, like, dude, I love you, man. Yeah. You know. Thanks for being. Yeah. You, thanks for man. being. Thanks yeah. for being there. Right. Just being you know? a guy. But I don't think we we're weird. We don't do that. And guys I don't know don't, why. Yeah, well, guys well, no, don't I do it enough. People. people in general. I don't know why. And then I don't think we do it enough as coaches. I don't think we do it enough toward that enough towards our players. I, I try. The connection would definitely be stronger. Yeah. I, I and that's try why I think with those a certain coach, like Pete Carroll, those guys will go through a wall for him. Because I think because he talks what you're about talking about. Things. Yeah. I would be shocked if he didn't. I try Bill hard to, to tell my. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He's so professional. I try hard to talk to my boys, my boys at Perry, because those are the kids I think, if I took all my teams, I think the Perry boys high school volleyball team would be where I've probably focused most of my energy, coaching energy, um, at least especially right now. But I, And so, because I'm with them, those guys a lot. You're with them a lot. For yeah. four years. Yeah, it makes sense. And I try to express them how much I love them and I appreciate them and I'm grateful for them. And love is probably the most underused word or under or or used in the wrong way word in our in the English language. Okay. It's okay to tell somebody else that you love them. In fact, it's probably needs to be done more and and tell somebody else that you're grateful for them. It's yeah. okay. But it, you know, if people look at it, oh, it's kind of an awkward thing or whatever, and they're not used to it, they don't hear it enough, and so they they don't understand it's where that's American coming from. American culture though. That's because you saying. go to other you go to other countries. And the way they express love is very different compared to us. I had Lorenzo telling me he loved me a week into practice. I love See? you, coach. I love you, coach. Where is he from? <laughs> Italy. Yeah. yeah. Love that kid. See, and, and we just don't have that We don't here. do that enough. And I, I no? think we need to, especially. I try to say it to my kids. I want them to know that I care about them. And, and love and gratitude, I think, are very, are very Interchangeable. similar. Yeah, They're very yeah, hand yeah, yeah. in hand. Yeah. Um, so ne- next question then is how do we want our kids to display our athletes, to display gratitude towards us or the sport. Like when you're looking, f- and is that important to you? I mean, do you want an, a, a grateful player? You know, are you looking for somebody who, who expresses that kind of gratitude? Well, I think in any healthy relationship, it doesn't, there always needs to be, you know, give and take that's as equal as possible, but that's like super. Yeah. The coach t- player relationship is going to be hard. Yeah, absolutely. That's, but I, yes, I would say you need to know that your players at least give a crap about you. 
Yeah, but how are you want them to express that? I can well, think of a every, couple of every ways. kid is different. Every human's different. Yeah, but I think I, correct. They're going to express it differently. But I, I for me, the the grateful players are the ones who play just hard, show up, yes. and they play hard. Yeah, they don't. They they don't present excuses. You know, they 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 don't try to get out of stuff. Yes, coach. Yeah, that's cool. All right, I like dude. When I coached like in Texas, all those summers, like the most respectful kids I've ever coached in my life. <laughs> there's well, there's all, but there's there's that funny line of like it's, too much. Well, too much, and it's just like this is just I, I, I've been. This is just how I've been taught, and this is how I, okay. <laughs> Doesn't but, make it bad though. It makes me very. I wouldn't say uncomfortable, but I feel like it's very awkward when instead of like a yes coach or something, which. I'll be the first to admit, I don't necessarily require my athletes to say like, yes, coach and call me coach all the time. Right. right? Like it's just, I, and I think that's a difference between, you know, older generation coaches and, yeah. and newer generation coaches. But when so, an athlete of mine says, yes, sir. You don't like that? Mm-mm. No. Do not say yes, sir to me, please. Okay. My biggest pet peeve with this kind of thing is when after, it mostly happens during tryouts. After tryouts, they all come walking up to you and they want to shake your hand. Thanks, coach. Thanks for what? Like being here? Well, I was going to be here no matter what. I have three players that do that after every practice. I, I tell, I tell I've got my... a bunch of players actually that do that on our, on our 18 <laughs> well, practice at Aspire. Yeah. Every practice. Yeah. I, I'm okay with that because... You gave them something? They're there. Like, yeah, because you built a relationship. I actually don't care with that. The ones I'm talking about are the fake ones. Like you were talking about, no, a little fake, right? Are you talking open houses or no, tryouts? Tr- like tryouts, like high school tryouts. They'll come up to oh, you. Oh, now I got it. Yeah, they're trying to win you sh- over. They'll yeah, shake okay, your hand. Now I get you. Yeah. Uh, thanks, coach. I actually tell them, if you shake my hand, your, your chances are probably out the door. Don't come shake my hand. Don't say thank you. <laughs> they're so confused, these poor kids. I know, and they're just staring at me like, what? My mom my mom and dad told me that I need oh, to come man. and say thank you and, and make sure I shake your hand, coach. Now you're telling me I can't? How am I going to make a difference? So there's definitely a fine line between real true gratitude and fake gratitude. And you have to be real about it. You have to be genuine. You have to, you have to have constant, I think, conversation and communication about it because it's important. These kids need to know you care. You're grateful for them. And I think as coaches, when we feel the, the, that gratitude reciprocated, it makes all the difference in what we're doing because we don't get it. We don't hear enough of that. No, we hear the negative. Almost all the time, almost almost every of the time. And so then, that's like take- when we get an email, for instance, on an admin side of things, most of the time that email is something is wrong, not sure. something is right. Sure, right. Ninety percent of the time, yeah. it's like it's you never you like, suck. wow, Coach Noah's done a great job in X, Y, and Z, or whatever it is. It's hey, Noah sucks. <laughs> it's like it, it's never Valid. good things. Valid. It's never good things. It totally, it blows, man. Yes, it's it's the worst part of the job is that you we put our heart and soul into this, and we have some ungrateful parents and players. So let's go to the the last part of our show here. What grateful parents? Hey, parents, this is if a you're grateful, meeting. honestly, just never talk to the coaches. <laughs> just it, like because it, you're always going to say something. Have, I do too, Tolman. You know me. I and know parents. you do. Like, I love, I, but but I most really of the time, though, those is relationships. But then it turns to the point where it can turn. It absolutely can turn. And that sucks. Because you're like, do you really think I'm trying to make your kid worse? Like, do you really think my end goal is to make your kid worse at this game and at life? No. Uh, well, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's 
this is a hundred percent. You are one hundred percent right. I just it, it it would be nice to to have parents recognize that, but I don't know how you ever you know who does fix that. She's a she's a Perry mom. Who's that? Tammy. She, Blue. She's Blue's always mom. oh she's great at it. Great like yeah, thank you. Yeah yeah and, yeah. Another one in our I've club. Never, is, I haven't coached him yet, so yeah. No, she's super grateful. Nick's dad on our team. Nick He's Pride's great. dad. Love him. Yeah, Michael's cool guy. He's great. So see, they're out there, guys. They're and out there. Those are, those are the parents we love, right? Yeah. And so I, I wish that more parents would realize this. Showing gratitude, and here's your challenge for the week, and we don't ever parents. do challenges, right? This is a parent if challenge you're of the week. If you're a parent and you're listening, you've gotten this far, you've, you've put 40 minutes into your, to your day to listen to us, and you're at this point, show your coach, the coach of your kids, that you're grateful for them. Yeah. You Even know? if they don't have the role, your kid doesn't have the role that you think they should have. Those are the, even the lessons that are even more important. Yes. Like find a way to help your kid understand that this is how life is. Yes. Right? You're, you're, you're only going to have one CEO, right? You're only going to have one head of this or one manager or whatever. One, you know, like you're never going to have, no like one not can, everybody can, can be the trophy. guy. Right? Well, not everyone not everybody can get a trophy. Can, yeah. So help your kid understand that, that it's okay to have different roles. But the, the coach is there to help them and be grateful for your coaches because there's enough of us out there that that battle every day without in, in a thank in a thankless world. You know yeah. what I mean? And that part can be hard. I uh, I'll add this because I think it's important to find it daily being grateful. You got to find it daily. And one of my favorite apps that I have is called the Calm app. Mm hmm. You've heard of it? A lot of people have been using that, yeah. It's LeBron James. He endorsed it. I okay. think someone else has too. So I'll never so, use it. That's fine. I love LeBron. He's he's a goat of Do mine. Do you though? Yes, absolutely. Oh, geez, he I waved at me when I was a ball boy. So we have a connection, clearly. I, I can't they're stand clearly him. best friends. Clearly, clearly now they're yeah, best friends. I know LeBron, I, I know uh, Bill. Uh, we're we're, we're homies. Can't stand Anyways, him. So in this app, there's something called a gratitude check-in. Whether or not you need to pay for this app, I'm not saying that. But every day I do a person I'm grateful for a place I'm grateful for in a thing. So mm -hmm. a person, place, or thing. And do I repeat? Yes, absolutely. That's okay. But some days I notice something that I'm grateful for that I never used to. Mm -hmm. Ref reflection on gratitude is like when I'm in a rut, this is, and this is similar to that. When I'm in a rut, whatever, whatever that means, right? Like I'm struggling in life. I'm not as happy as I normally am or whatever. Like I'm you know, just, and I think people can relate to being in a rut, right? Like when yeah. I'm struggling, most of the time, the way I reset is by having one of those reflection moments where I'm just like, okay, what, what is it that I, that I actually do have? And what am I and grateful for? And you realize for? you have a lot. And then it's like, holy cow, why am I acting like yes. this? You know, why am I in a yeah. rut? The rut's just stupid because look at, look at all these, and it's not even necessarily things, right? It's not material things. It's grateful for relationship i've sent you that right like sometimes i'll i'll do my calm thing and then i like share it no you've never shared it with me all right well, have i ever that. made the list oh many times oh that's great yeah you would make my list cool yeah you too know yeah i love no, you I guys think, thanks I think, <clears throat> i'm, I'm choking up over here <laughs> that's the cold i got from Crap. chicago that's not <laughs> that's i'm a not, man <laughs> <laughs> love love gratefulness this is good this has been really good i i I think this is a topic that people need more of. I think we need to find moments to be grateful. 
you know, like a, reflecting back on the last few weeks, I, I've been in a pretty negative world, right? This club volleyball thing. Dude, it's hard. hard. And you go ebbs and flows, you man. Know, there's girls, up, there's, your highs are high oh, and your dude, lows are lows. Girls tryouts was hard. Not, in a, not the tryout. Like once you get to tryout day, it's great. Just the, the leading up to that and, you know, we're building these teams and attracting good players or, and just players in general to come to your club. Cause it's kind of the, the name of the game, right? Is, you yeah. know, who can you get to compete and you know, all that stuff. Your team's gotta be good. It was really hard. And I kept, I, I dwelt on for sure dwelt on the negative, like, Oh, this is terrible. And I hate this and I hate that. And then, you know, and then you sit back and you go, look at, look at all the good stuff that happened. Right. Look at all the, the compliments that we got, the, the good the, coaches the, that we've the added, coaches yeah. that we've added, the people that were around, you know, and most, most of the time, Katie's the one that resets it for me, and everybody kind of has that one person That's or whatever. Why you, need a but, wife. Um, you know, make sure you take some time out of your day to reflect on what you're grateful for, and and uh, and if it's a person, tell them. You know what I mean? Heck don't yeah. don't hesitate to tell people that you're grateful for them, and then and then show them. You know, saying it's one thing, showing somebody gratitude is a whole other whole other deal. So they do. Um, so th- hey, thanks for listening. Uh, to pin to pin the volleyball podcast you can follow us on social media we're on instagram at pin the number two pin pin to pin um and then spotify sponsor spotify uh google um what's the other one apple apple (laughs) one of those podcast no just say podcast wherever you find your podcast there you go follow us there Catch us on YouTube, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.